you want to give us your normal sound check? Hey. <laughs> I will not be that loud on the podcast. <laughs> Alright, hello and you're very welcome to episode 48 of Higher Fidelity. We're inching ever closer to that milestonic milestone of the 50th episode. The 50th episode. <laughs> uh, I am here today in deep in the bowels of Europe in Cabreton, Cabreton, I don't know how it's pronounced, uh, in the company of two people who've been on the show before. I believe this is your third appearance. We have Sloan and Felix back on the cast. Yeah, happy to be back. Love to be a returning character. A you know? Yeah, going from like guest star to just uh, <laughs> what's it called? And when you like, it's not like recurring guest star, but it's like, but you're not also main cast. Yeah, there is a term for that. Recurring character, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, we've been naturalized. You've been, you're yeah. On the, yeah, you're on the call sheet. You're not like a faded pencil mark on the call sheet anymore. You are exactly. there in hard ink. And we have a brand new uh, element to proceedings here to introduce. We have got Josh Bickley. Hello, everybody. Oh, who up until, through my exposure to you on Instagram, thought your surname was just Bickles, because Mr. Bickles <laughs> was that. I just assumed, like I assume everyone's Instagram name is their real name. You were Mr. Mr. Bickles. I'm a man of many names. Yeah. Uh, we, Josh, we met before, we obviously met properly in person in the Dublin airport after a minor passport panic on the 26th we, of October. I think we actually met at South by Southwest. At Hotel One Vegas. One time at Hotel Vegas. It was we so brief. No way. Carrie yeah. and Josh were in the back yard and we had either finished a show or we're about to start a oh, show the outdoor and y'all had Vegas also show. just finished yeah. a show or we're about to start a show momentarily look i remember carrie was there but i don't fuck you were there i'm not as memorable well, as my lovely shady wife. Oh, every morning i'm like who's that? oh that's josh okay i see who's uh, that man in the punk bed above me <laughs> <laughs> who's that man in the drunk get behind me yeah um we have yes but we we did meet properly though before on the 24-hour zoom world record so true with a garden did. tour that was very impressive. The garden tour was amazing. Yeah, you're a green fingered man. Um, but wanted to quickly say as well, we are, it is as of today, the 26th of November. We've See? been in each other's pockets for exactly a month as the tour started on the 26th so of true. October. So true. In Dublin. Milestone. <coughs> milestone after milestone. Yeah. Uh, so before we get stuck into the segments on the kind of crack, which we'll get to at the end if we can. I think we should probably do a proper recap of the entire tour so far. The 22 shows we've played in this entirety for the last month or so. Loves it. Unfortunately, we have to say Sexual. that... Sexual. Yeah, that's hot. Okay, we've been watching a lot of The Simple Life, so you're going to be hearing a lot of that uh, as we go forward. Um, but we have unfortunately succumbed to the traveling pretensions of being like, where were we yesterday? Oh, I don't know. Oh, shit. We sound like arseholes every time someone's like, so where are you tomorrow? And you go, I don't know, man. I just get in the van and I get out. and I'm like, yeah. uh, I was saying we, sound- we were in five countries in one month, I believe. We've been No, we've been in five countries in one day. Oh, so yeah. right back to the start. Cast your minds back to a month ago. Yeah. Uh, also, no, first of all, on the in- introductions, we totally passed by. You've had a very illustrious and colored career in music so far as well. Do you want to talk us through a bit of Calliope cracking all that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, I play. Just so people have a frame of reference for who you are. Uh, so, once again, I'm Josh, Mr. Bickles, <laughs> a.k.a. Bicklesworth. Um, and I've played drums in several bands. Uh, one of the longest tenured was Calliope Musicals, uh, which I played in for 10 years. And we did a massive amount of touring across the United States and Canada 
never were fortunate enough to come across the pond. We were uh, fortunate enough to never have to put up with Clive musicals across the pond. Which is truth, great. truth. Um, Can you imagine that show across, like traveling with all of that? How you would even begin? Wait, like the amazing elaborate calliope setup. Yeah, so at one point we had uh, six musicians and a, a lighting member, and we were all integral parts of the band. And inflatables. And there was a there was a <laughs> lights and confetti and a vibraphone. Oh. And you know a full drum kit, all the all the whiz bangs that you can throw up on stage. And so I don't think anybody ever really wanted to uh, pay to transport all of that overseas. <laughs> I don't even know how you put like a carnet down for all that stuff as well. Like that's just a big, mm-hmm. big dirty sheet. No one wants to fill in. Yeah. So that was that was the last ten years I've been doing that, and was fortunate enough to get pulled on board with Lord Friday the Thirteenth, and come on over. I think the guys baby. we were trying to discuss the timelines of myself and yourself coming into the guys' life as well. I think it's in around the same year they met you and they met me for the first time. Yeah, 2015. Okay, so you got in last last chance loon. You got in at the last second to be their mate. Right, okay. Possibly, we're we're neck and neck. Yeah, uh, brilliant. Well, okay. Well, that's great. A nice little recap there, Andrew. So now, let's go right back to Dublin, 26th of October, 2023. This tour had been in. I've talked about it on prior episodes before. Uh, well, the last episode obviously was at Morna, and so we didn't talk much about music and that at all. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was delightful to have my sister on, and now I've got my new brothers and sisters Aww. here on the podcast today. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so 26th of October, no, 25th, you get in the day. We got on the 24th, or we left the 24th. You got so into Ireland the 25th, 25th, was it? yes, okay. you're right. And we proceeded to have a very hectic 72 hours in Dublin. Yes. So you <laughs> flew in in the morning, immediately straight away had a passport panic. Yes. Yeah, mom's yes. bag of mini pockets, <clears throat> one of which had a zipper on the bottom that made it seem like everything had fallen out the bottom of this pocket. Little did we know there was yet another pocket that was inaccessible. Even when I pulled the bag apart, limb from limb. Yeah, only did we find everything when I started incessantly calling mom's phone. Um, once we figured figured out it had gone missing, and uh, how it had service, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Eventually, the bag starts vibrating, and we know it's within the walls somewhere. <laughs> the yeah. fault, the call coming from inside the house. Yeah. Very yeah. poltergeist esque. <laughs> it was like get the axe out to start getting the wall. It, it's, it's trapped within the bag. I was stood at the arrivals area and had a little sign called, that said "Lord Friday the 13th on it, just in case you guys forgot what your band was called. Right, and got a voice message from me saying. Hey, hi, hi, so, um... Everything's like, oh, fine, <laughs> don't panic. Don't, but pa- don't panic, but also the passport and phone is gone, and also everything else is lost as well. He came through, and it was grand. Uh, we immediately headed for a rehearsal. Yes, And played I to the set so. in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. Smart property, which is crazy. Yeah, everyone, y'all are professionals. Oh. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what to tell you either. We're just fucking brilliant. Uh, did that, that was grand. Went for dinner with Joe and Becky in Dublin then. Mm-hmm. Obviously lovely to reconnect with Becky, and you got to meet Joe for the first time yeah. as well. Uh, from that, the next day then was show day, wasn't it? It was. Yes. We had yeah. the ill-fated thing of wangling a bass amp out of... Uh, <sighs> I messed yeah. my wrist up for like two weeks. What was it? Was it, it was. It was music maker. We went in and just said, 
Sahawi, can we have a base amp for the show? Because I rang two two, two higher companies and none of them got back to me. And they said, yeah, sure, go and take it. Nora from Innuendo was good enough to get us a free one. And Graham was always very sound. It was the weight of eight neutron stars. They generously <laughs> provided us with a block of lead yeah. that I'm sure would have sounded incredible, but yeah. felt magnetized to the earth. And yeah, well, that's we a, didn't need it. Yeah, well, that's because <laughs> I was reliably informed by Alex from Spit that Upstairs and Unshow did not have a base amp and did not even bother to definitely bring one. So I did. <laughs> Then happened to do a recce in the venue seat that there was probably about two bass amps there. Ended up having to leave that in Joe and Becky's house. A, a whole thing. You but know. the Dublin show, the on-show gig, was an incredible evening for all involved, I believe. We had some nice decorations. Oh, I yeah. painted my Guild guitar red for you to use. Much you to, made, uh, to the chagrin of so many. <laughs> you so many. made some tombstones for us. I did indeed. <laughs> but yeah, the guitar. So the guitar was this Guild, what's a Gibson Marauder that I'd bought because I liked Derek Quibley's one from Sum 41. And you like, like playing red stuff. And I was yeah. like, well, who am I, to, who am I to abandon a theme? So I painted it red and was in the venue with like Alex from Spitting and there and a few other heads he's had as well. And they were like, did you paint that guitar? And I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I was like, isn't that cool? And they were like, why did you do that? <laughs> that guitar's from the fucking 70s. Oh, I no. saw a photographer took a really close-up picture of the head mm. the other day. And I was like, give me. Yeah, yeah so I, give me. I, did, I did a really good job of painting it in red and outlining it in white with Tipex and things. Like that. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll try and get the Gibson thing written on top. But the brush on the Tipex, the corrector fluid thing didn't allow for the proper curve and it just says <laughs> guitar stuff it's really horrible looking didn't Don't, take the pit guard off didn't take the strings off well because then if just I did that it around yeah well if I took it all off I'd have to get it reset up and I was like that's I'm not that's the time I'm willing to paint it all surely but getting it taken apart and professionally reset up not a bit of me next time it needs to say Obama Ob- on the top of the guitar because you can say whatever you want <laughs> I was going to try and put the Lord Friday 13th logo on it as uh, well which got recently tattooed yes yes by your Again, auntie but whatever, yes yeah. I mean we have a tattoo from a stranger yeah that's the second Lord Friday. But I dare say Mimi's means more to me. No offense yeah. to the stranger. Thank you, stranger. But yeah. We love you, Mimi. <laughs> but anyway, so the, on show, Bill, obviously the, the death of that guitar aside. Um, uh, new life new, of that guitar. I, I think you've breathed new life. Zombification of that <laughs> guitar. <laughs> but yeah, we made it a bit of a Halloween party. Those tombstones, those shitty decorations that we bought that day that Ben Mulligan and Lara and all those were, were really helpful enough to just chuck up everywhere, which was great crack. So many sweet people. So many, many people came. Again, yeah. the show was just an excuse for all you guys to properly meet all the Dublin headbangers and food whistlers. Would have had it no other way. Exactly. So we had slightly disheveled on the bill, opened up, we had a door go on, mm-hmm, and then we mm-hmm, went on. Mm-hmm, I remember mm-hmm. on the day you were like, so are we closing the show? And I was like, obviously we are. Well, why would we assume that? <laughs> I don't know. I figured a door might close it since we were like since well, and also since both of the other bands were local. Yeah, <laughs> it was nice. A door gave us a nice little bit of a heart attack when Lachlan decided to turn up five minutes before five they go on stage. You know, he still ate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's not a single crumb left no in the crumbs, venue because no I hoovered up at the end of the show as well because yeah. there was like decorations that like, decorations had flaked and fallen all over the place. Once the show was done and everyone was chilling out, I was like, I'm just gonna quickly. I asked Nancy downstairs, can I get the Hoover quickly? And just give us a quick little bit of a Hoover. <laughs> Your mom raised you right. Yeah, exactly. So the Dublin show was great. The next day was the day we was that the pool. We went day? to the lighthouse and yes, all that. Yes, pool bag lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Took you guys out there. You guys got to, got to see the wild Atlantic frosty. So wind. beautiful, amazing. So beautiful. Yeah, I left a little Lord Friday drawing. On a graffiti wall over there as well. Yeah, nice. You could commit crimes on my soil. Girl, it's already graffitied. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that was a bit of crack. We went, ended up going to Dan, Joe's brother's Halloween, Halloween party. party that night where we all went as Powerpuff, Gr- uh, Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> the Spice, Spice Girls and the Ramones. And the Ramones. Which yeah. Becky coined as, we were going as Powerpop. Powerpop. Which was she really saved the night. Stroke of genius. Yeah. But uh, Josh, and you went just as a cowboy? I went as basically myself, mm. a cowboy in a foreign land. Josh, yeah. Josh quickly losing his dice was his costume. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, the dice. You had a lovely set of dice there, yeah. Yeah. Were they I, translucent, colored kind of dice? Yeah, they were. I got them for my birthday, and they were five dice. I taught the, the house how to, how to throw, how to roll. How to throw them away. And then promptly left them all there, <laughs> and I think they got swept up in the, in the rubbish and... Oh whatnot terrible but the night was great we danced the entire night inside it was a lot of fun there was tears had there was what were you crying over again just becky, becky i <laughs> was like well now we had fun days together again and then it was just like once the floodgates opened it was, was over a, i remember i was like we were all pretty locked at this point well not you guys weren't but i was like i just I was it. locked on emotion yeah <laughs> but you were crying and i would be like i'll play some d onward stop oh, crying yeah what was the song it was, was kiss me yeah yeah. It was, yeah it was just all too cinematic already on the verge of tears yeah. and also Becky's the exact right height for my head to sit on top of her head yeah. when I hug her so I was able to cry on top of her <laughs> without her having to see me cry and then I couldn't hold it back oh. it was, yeah. yeah and then Diane Antwoord was the smelling salts too. yeah cause I can be like I'll put some oh, on to get I put on Diane stop please don't cry I'll put we on. love raw emotion you know? yeah exactly <clears throat> party was great um, Joe and yourself had an ill-fated uh, idea of going to play pool and fibbers yeah, so playing dice, uh, instead of playing for coin, uh, the winner had to drink, I believe is how that went. Sounds like a loss to and me, but whatever. so yeah. uh, by the end of the night, Joe and I had decided we were going to go play pool. Um, but before I could do that, we had an early flight to catch, so <laughs> I had to go home and pack all of my... Our bad bags have had exploded at that point. You were also staying in a nursing home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so, so we had to go put Granny to bed and pack our bags. <laughs> and um, then Joe, at that point, uh, I believe, was described as a liquid puddle. Um, we carried him home in liquid form, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, as we all were at that point. To yeah, be fair, we were all in, in pretty bad shape at that point. Yeah. But uh, we were bo- we were all fighting the the urges to, to go to the pool hall. The, the, the beckoning, billowing smoke, of Tom and Jerry style from Fibbers is very, very strong and had us by the nostrils, unfortunately. Yeah, um, but I think we all made the, the right decision. That, well, Joe didn't. Uh, well, because the t- every, <laughs> Some other people made the right decisions <laughs> for everybody else. The text Joe sent to you that he showed us in the morning of like, I'm being held against my will. <laughs> Take me to Fibbers. It sounded like he had been tied up and thrown in the car. It's the text is to meet me outside Fibbers under the full moon. <laughs> <laughs> An astonishing piece of poetry from Joe there. Yeah. Save it for the last night. But yeah. Nothing else to do. Oh, we do have to go to Fibbers on the last night. So Joe, if you're listening to this, get ready for uh, our homecoming. Yeah. December 14th. December 14th. Yeah. Homecoming slash Joe's wake. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so we had... We had the few days in Dublin after Dan's party, the Halloween party, we were flying out to... This is when we had the five countries in 48 hours. We flew to Amsterdam. We flew from Ireland to Amsterdam, picked up a van in Amsterdam, Drove down to Ghent in Belgium, mm. stayed, and I had this weird moment where I we you a friend of yours from America, Stein, Stein had Double told Air. his parents that you we needed a place to stay. And they, they kindly said, took us in, and they said, "Right, well, also there's too many of you. You can stay in my sister's house." So then I was now suddenly staying in the sister of the parents of a guy that you know. I was from four the de- US, from the yeah. US, who I've never met. It was four degrees of separation away in Ghent with this you van know, starting this door. There was chocolate. 
There was coffee. Good times were had. Thank yeah, and this you is our first introduction to the fucked diets of European people as well. This is chocolate at every meal. Slay. Um, but yes, we were in Ghent then. Speckled Van stayed the night with Stein's parents. Drove up. To drove, got up. France. Drove to. No, we drove to Brussels to pick up the batch. True, true, true. From Jonas. Yeah. yeah. So three countries so far. Yeah. And then we drove to. Was that when we just drove to France? Mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, play the mm-hmm. first show. Okay. Oh, so it's only four countries in 24 hours. Honk shoe, honk shoe, honk shoe. Yeah. But, uh, on Halloween. Halloween day. Yeah. Well, so we got into tours in France on Halloween day, Libato Ivre, uh, to when I when I, for a band's first European tour, I'm always kind of like, don't expect much. There's, it's your very first I time playing. Yeah. I had I was I'd made peace with. There's going to be two people. I was like, honestly. Dublin was great. That'll that's fine. If the that's how the rest. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But France absolutely spoiled us. The big tours was big venue. Like maybe it was like, like three hundred cap with a balcony so. and everything. Like yeah. proper big venue, and it was absolutely wet. Really good green room, yeah. private bathroom that had toilet paper Delicious and soap. Dinner, like amazing dinner. Squirrel, DJ Squirrel, we love DJ Squirrel. Yeah. He ate, but there was yeah people were kind of dressed up in fancy dress stuff. We went absolutely bananas uh, on stage. It was great crack. Got an encore. It was the first, we got to, we were asked for a Double second encore, encore well. which we could not <laughs> provide. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't know any more songs yeah. at this point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, that's another thing as well. We we whipped out the, an encore. My favorite night, my favorite moment of the Dublin show was the encore of "Take Me Away" from yeah. Freaky Friday soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing Becky and Lara both go. <gasps> <laughs> was an incredible moment. Early low moment. Yeah. Yeah. Are also the the encore has ex- has been expanded to include I want to be your dog as well. So it has, and yeah. I feel like the conference between Freaky Friday and the Stooges is oh. the exact middle point where this band exists. It, it is. You it know, is. if it was two Stooges, it would get boring. If it was two Freaky Friday, it would get boring. They have to be mixed together. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I bring the Stooges. We, myself and Josh, bring the Stooges. You guys bring the Freak Fry <laughs> elements. Yeah. But anyway, so that's and well, like I said, we're going to talk through the tour here because, like I said, we've got to the point yeah. now where we have started to forget days. It's all brewing because we're in most of these countries, unless we have a day off the next day in the same place. We're in these countries or in these cities for less than twenty-four hours because oh, yeah, yeah. we're driving in, doing the show, going to bed, getting up and going again. Also, we're, cities mostly I've never heard of, which slay, but slay. they do not <laughs> sit in the brain. Well, this is the thing as well. It's like it sounds really like culturally ignorant or ever being like, oh, I don't fucking know what this place. I mean, either. it's places that people here have never heard of. Well, this is yeah. Well, that's yes. Yeah, so we'll get to that in a second, but like. <laughs> A lot of the cities are going and we're like, if let's say tours, we just got to tours, stayed in an Ibis, played in a venue. There's nothing specifically so tours about that where you'd be like, oh, that yeah, was that tourist no thing that I'm not. No, you know? yeah, restaurant. I don't even know anything about America. Like, yeah. I don't know anything about anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so tours was grand. I decided, seeing as the tour was starting, it'd be a really good idea to get very sick yeah. immediately. You know, Way, you <laughs> saw your opportunity and yeah. you took it and so i respect you for i spent that. the first week of the tour as we tracked across france vomiting and shitting everywhere um <laughs> the pedo handling skinny tour yeah, yeah exactly yeah i really again because like the, the week or week or two prior in dublin i'd moved out of my house out of fibsborough i had moved i'd got home prepped all the stuff for the show d- was doing finalizing stuff for something that we can talk about in a bit when it's definitely all cleared up but had a really hectic two weeks and then was like right we were talking about this tour because we've all been so busy the last few months we were talking about this tour being like oh finally we get to have a break when we do this tour which was funny until we got to the tour and realized there's not a break being had of this at all but so i got really sick i think it was a combination of some food i was glugging down tap water like nobody's business and i just don't have the ironclad immune system that you guys have with all your silver and horse hair and all that kind of crack that you would be drinking uh so i went to absolute pieces in tours the next morning i woke up and was like oh tummy bad bottom worse this is terrible <laughs> Um, <laughs> <Slay>. <laughs> uh, so the, I was we got to van the next place uh, and I was very much feeling the pain and so was, was the climate 
<laughs> yeah, well, this is the thing. So we get to Van and we're playing at a place called Le Barrelair. Barrelair, do we have, yeah. ever figure out how it's pronounced? I will never say it correctly, so I've, I've, I refuse. Mm. <laughs> but it's a tiny 500-year-old pub. All I know is that Sam was a sweetie and it was nice for him to have us. Sam around the venue was lovely. He let us, the promoter let us stay in his flat as well. Mm-hmm. While, after Soundcheck, while we were in the flat waiting to find somewhere to go for grub or whatever, we'd seen a sign earlier on saying like warning for Tempet Kiron, which is French for Storm Kiron. You happen to Google Storm Kiron, and do you want to tell us the stats you found about it? Oh, yeah. So I, I looked into the storm and the where it was coming in and the wind shear. <laughs> it, it, it scowled at me. And it was the worst storm since 1987, mm-hmm. where 10 people died in that storm. Mm. And the winds were forecasted to be 120 miles per hour. Which I believe. That's which fast. is, I don't know how many kilometers an hour. Probably 160, 180, something, insane, something like that. It's crazy. Um, and it... <laughs> and, um, in America, we have hurricanes, but I guess here you have tempests. Well, see, this thing, well, like, we just call it a storm, but, like, again, cause I was like, oh, don't worry, guys, it'll be fine. Like, the storms you guys are used to, this is going to be nothing. And then after the show, first of all, eight people actually went to the gig despite France, but anything being like, all rail systems are cancelled, tree and building yeah. felling, oh, warning, absolutely. stay at home. The people that didn't come died. Yeah. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, but the show, the show was fine. Uh, the weather was absolutely outrageous. We all decided to leave with umbrellas, which very quickly got turned into inverted bowls as soon as we walked outside. <laughs> but so after the show, we're there. I'm lying on the floor of Sam's apartment, feeling absolutely horrendous. I'd just taken some charcoal tablets that you guys had would settle in my stomach. I could feel them like pop my stomach, and I was like, oh, class, okay, this is going to go well. If I just <laughs> but so I went to the toilet and just black vomit everywhere into the toilet and like the storm was raging outside like the windows were bending this was like the middle of the night when it was really like the storm was trying to batter to get in i was creating a storm in the toilet all horrendous really really bad no crack at all the gig was fun though mm-hmm. next day we get up and we go to ren Rennes. we come across therese and sylvan oh my god Angel. saved my lives and their sweet sweet satine yes yeah. of the dog yeah of course um so we're playing in in Le Paradis Perdu, uh, is the name of the venue uh, in Rennes, and it's a little small cafe during the day. We end up going for a really lovely, what did we do? It was a nice cafe around the corner that we sat in for a while as well, and things like that. Yeah. Lovely little day. Venue was amazing. Today's once we sound checked and all that. It was one of those. It was the first instance that's happened a few times in the tour so far. We've had to play to a wall, and then the audience stand either side of right. the band as we do our thing. Um, but Therese and Sylvan were good enough to let us stay in their flat as well. This flat was like a flat you'd read about in books. Oh my god, it was like an anthropology Christmas catalog. Yeah, <laughs> I almost cried. Yeah. I literally almost cried when we got inside. Yeah, the the giant wicker baskets full of uh, beautiful farm fresh leeks. Yeah. I've never the coziness was palpable, yeah. and the fact that they lifted like the lid off a cruciate pot and were like, "This is a vegan dal we made for you yeah. guys." And then best thing I've ever eaten. Sylvan <laughs> ran out and got like fresh pans of bread yeah, and some dark chocolate, chocolate for us as well. And the best chocolate I've ever eaten in my incredible. life. They had those little like the or- orange, or- orange dark chocolate slices yeah. as well. Incredible. We went down and did the show, uh, which was stormed by towards the end by a woman <laughs> who, while you were in your state of relative undress, decided she would follow suit. She <laughs> definitely found her zipper. <laughs> and after about two songs, that was as far as she got. <laughs> seemed like she was playing the zipper at one point. <laughs> she seemed to have endless layers on under her. They weren't even coming off. No, <laughs> no. Bless her. But then but her husband having to like come over and like she got the mic, did a bit of screaming for a bit, which was great. Also, we love that the move is just a, ah. 
we've had two or three people join you and take the mic off you and the response has been because they've been so hyped up by the show one launched scream words scream. words words have escaped and they've just gone which love that yeah i mean when you can't when you can't talk scream you know so true but so that was grand that was fine I stayed in the whole in their thing after that again i was pretty out of it at this point because i was just felt so sick i wish like, you had felt better because that place was what dreams were made of well even despite that i felt so bad i was still was like this is brilliant. I am. I, I was kind of like, I feel really bad that I'm going to have to get sick in this toilet even though it's such a nice flat. <laughs> the sheets smelled perfumed. Yeah. I was on an air mattress and I was still like, oh, I'm in heaven. Amazing. Like, yeah. And so then the next day then we, so that was the first instance where people asked us, where are you playing tomorrow? And we were like, we're playing in Saint Gil Quacks de V. And they were like, what the fuck are you doing playing there? Why? <laughs> we were like, me no no. First they were like, what did you say? Yeah. And then we said, Saint Gil Quacks de V. And then they said, What? And then they said, oh, son Gilles, quoi de vie. Yeah. That's like, what you meant. In far from context. That's something that I get. It's like, obviously, this is not like, we're not going to get into yeah, 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 how yeah. much I hate European people. <laughs> <laughs> from a European. From a European. Yeah, it's grand. You can hate your own kind. It's fine. Well, I hate Americans, so. Brilliant. Uh, but anyway, so we get to San Gilles, quoi de vie. Uh, we're supporting the, the Flesh Tones in a place called Roxy. And again, this tiny, small town has the most legit rock venue you've ever come across. Literally looked like it was out of a video game. Yeah. 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 Like I was in Guitar Hero, for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but the hotel we're staying in is the Sea View Hotel. Yes. And we go in and we're checking in and they're like, right, here are your rooms. We thought it was just two and they're like, yeah, you've got three rooms, fine. They're, and they were like, yeah. what time do you want to have breakfast? And we're like, what time is breakfast? And they were like, eh, whatever, whatever. Whatever you want. Obviously yeah. it's clear that there's no one else staying there and they're like, you can have breakfast whenever you want. Like whenever you get up, we'll put it on. Like 11? Yeah. <laughs> So then that's what, and then when we go to the venue, the guy doing the door is the hotel manager. Yeah, well. like, yeah. We were like at, afterwards after the gig selling merch, and I saw him at the door, and I was like, "You work at the hotel?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's me." For anyone who's seen the movie Men, it was comparable to that experience yeah. of like, "Oh, it's you, yeah. and you also do this, and you also do that, yeah. and you also do." He's this. a man of many hats. But the Flesh Tone show was great crack again. I was like, "I just want to get to the hotel. Please let me just yeah. like, let me die." Now at this point, I'd left my vomiting stage and it entered into my shedding era <laughs> and was thankfully had a room to myself mm-hmm. um and had the first night of not vomiting which was great I, it was nice kind of waking up the two days prior and coming to you guys and one of you asked like did you throw up were we yeah. pukey last night <laughs> like i was like standing in the door going mom i threw up. up yeah <laughs> but at this point now i had to resort to something really grim that i can say now because i'm so passive it's fine that morning in saint Gilles at the seaview hotel in the night the stomach gurgles were leading to very fast and quick movements mm. uh, and i had to resort to an old listarin unit cabin general hospital modesty sparring fashioned out of some toilet paper i shoved down my trousers just in case it was Slay. horrible yeah. like in the night i was like if i'm asleep and this comes on me i'm probably not gonna wake up in time it's coming so quick i Been had there. to yeah yeah and like i said a modesty sparring in my docks just just on the off chance but you and the wind were so in sync because that night again I woke up at five in the morning convinced that the windows were going to come in. Because that was me, I'm sorry. It sounded insane. <laughs> so that was fine. Now, at this point, I turned a corner here. I think I just, like, it blew out of me and it was fine. A peat in the streets I, and a sheet. A shit, a shit in, in the, the sheets. sheets. <laughs> we then headed over to Le Mans. Le Mans. Exactly. Again, another place where I was talking to the hotel manager and he was, oh no, the guy who ran the venue. And I was like... We're going to Le Mans because I'm always I'm always reluctant to say it in the line, in the accent yeah. first because I feel like I'm going to sound like a twat, being like oh, we're no. heading to Le Mans, no. like because people don't say like I'm going to this place in Ireland, a uh, cavern. You know, people. So I'm always like, <laughs> but you'd know where they were going. If it, they this did. is it. So I would say like, oh, we're going to Le Mans, whatever. And he go, huh? No, I don't know. And I go Le Mans, maybe. And he, no. Oh, 
Limon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Again, how could you not tell? <laughs> so we head there. It's the most amazing Roman architecturally designed yeah. walled insane. city. Insane, insane. Like thousand-year-old wall? Two thousand years? I think it was a two thousand-year-old wall. Yeah. It was beautiful, and it was to stay in the wall. And we actually yeah. got to walk around and see stuff for once. Well, this was very the, nice. The house we we're staying again was the promoter's house, and their little they had like where the house was was lovely. There was a, a side door out of the kitchen that led to the edge of the ledge, looking over yeah. the old town. Like it, it had to have been like a guard tower situation because it was like three stories, super yeah. tiny, mm. incredible. But yeah. like you could see forever. From it was amazing. Yeah. No, it, was, it was absolutely fantastic, uh, and. It was kind of attack on Titany, the infrastructure oh, as well, but like a layered city that gets higher now. But we went to that massive cathedral mm. as well. Oh, um, yeah. Then we walked up to the show. So this was, the, I couldn't figure out the name of the venue. This was at the La Fouche Tigre show. We right. Were looking up the venue. We pulled up and yeah. it's a fucking, ba- we're looking at the right hand side because like, we're going by a river. We're looking at the right hand side for a venue. Being like, there's no venue, venue here. And then looked across. We're like, there's a boat. I do see a barge. Yeah. yeah. And then we saw, and then how we've noticed most of the shows so far on the tour has been like, where is this venue? Oh, there's a poster for the gig. That's what we're playing Literally. now. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a boat we're playing in. <laughs> yeah. We're playing below sea level. The lower deck of a barge yeah. where the ceilings are me-sized. Yeah, exactly. Me-height. Yeah. Me-height. <laughs> you have to be Felix Tall to come into this venue. <laughs> you have to be less than Felix yeah. Tall if you want to have a good time. <laughs> but so the show ends up, that ends up being great. We sign check. It's all grand. They have to put dinner on for us in the... Like the Secret cur- little the curtained room. Curtained hole where they kept all the kegs. Yeah. But yeah, it was the first of the really... Oh, no, the second of the, the absolutely cracking dinners. After the, really da- nice the dinner. vegan dal, we had the... There was, it was just like a macaroni and pesto and pine mm-hmm. nut thingy with then the dolmas. The, yeah, the so many dolmas that were incredible. Yeah, but the gig doors were open obviously early and the sta- the, the crew, the, like the sound crew who were lovely, uh, Jamie and all those heads were yeah. great. Just let all the crowd down as quick as they could. They decided to get as mullered as quick as they and could. And I'm so glad they did because yeah. they really met us at our level <laughs> yeah. of carelessness. Well, we met, we went on the stage at like 11 or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. The, it was just a boat full of French, drunk French people who it's went beautiful. ballistic. And another room of playing to a wall. Yes. With a crowd on each side of us. Yeah. yeah. And also in the sound you broke two strings and I broke mm, a string yeah. during the gig as well. I haven't yes. broken a bass string in about yes, 10 yes, years. Yes. We were, we're all broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the instruments sure, broke yes. before the people did, but since then the people have broken, unfortunately. Real. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was it. Yeah, Le Mans was great. And that ended the French run. Mm-hmm. The first, we, well, then we went to Bordeaux for our days off. Well, this is the thing. So we got to have three days off in Bordeaux, yeah. where yes. we stayed in an Airbnb that you booked. That like was like on paper looked class, and yeah, we got yeah, there. Yeah. It was lad pilled, absolute yeah. shag pad lad pilled, condom pilled. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not it, that we're not currently at an Airbnb that says no condoms in the toilet. <sighs> Rough. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. Condoms in the toilet. Not again. No, Josh, you're supposed to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh. we were saying, and it was like. The interior decoration amounted to like little steel sculptures of saxophones and guitars. Yeah, and like bulldogs. Bulldogs with, with, with trilbies uh, on yeah. and shit. Like Every that. piece of furniture suggested someone flexing their unimpressive muscles at you. Yeah, the jacuzzi. <laughs> mini fridge in the bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was a jacuzzi that smelled somehow. It was very natural. Yeah. It wasn't so bad. I dipped in it every day. Yeah, <laughs> it was that's what the smell was. Uh, and also had like bomb shelter yes. like oh, sheets that would come cool. down across that every window cool. so you could like properly close off from yeah, the world which, which for a day off I'm closing everything we yeah. rotted well the first day we got in we had like a wander around day the first day we went to that lovely cafe Pompier and did like some postcards and wander in Bordeaux but in the next yeah. day we're like no one's getting out of their fucking no jammies leaving the house at all yeah, yeah. 
Um, unfortunately, just to extend the rotten picture we want to paint at this place, all the bed sheets and bed mm. covers were like gold and black, like kind of Magnum Trojan condom colors. Mm. Um, myself and Josh unfortunately found a white crispy stain at the bottom of the sheet on we're the last day. We're gonna say someone was eating yogurt. Hopefully, maybe. Yeah. yeah, someone yeah, was eating yogurt. something. But yogurt in bed. Seeing it on the last day wasn't very fun. We did play a game of Kahoot uh, with Lachlan, Nisha, that Joe, and Becky fun. on the laptop. It was a bit of crack. Nice to catch up with them. Uh, haven't caught up with anybody since because uh, nobody cares about us anymore. Me either. I know. I keep telling people, like, we'll do a catch up. And then I literally, by the time we're like anyone's awake, it's showtime. Yeah, exactly. Or or any of the any number of things. And because some of the places we've been to have been pretty remote and they get more remote as we go on, Wi Fi is like a, an abstract concept it at is. this point as well. But yes, we have the few days off in Bordeaux, love that place and we're kinda of, it's nice to be like, Oh, we'll be back here yeah. in a month or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was grounding, yeah, to yeah. be like, I'll remember this. Exactly. Yeah. So then we boot over to Spain for the start of this Spanish run. Yes. Where we are in Santander. Santander, mm-hmm. do we figure out the pronunciation for that in the end? San Santander. I guess. Sounds right. I have no memory of this. This, you know, this is where we get into <laughs> this the, we get is the first show where I'm like, which one was this? Yeah. Rock beer, the, the new. new. And we stayed in a cabin. Oh. Yeah, so we're getting into the blind spots now where you're kind of like, because the first week you're like, I'm so aware, I'm so open yeah. to all these new things. And then you're like, I'm just over. We also saw rainbows all. every day in France. That's so true. which? Rainbows. Every rainbows. single day in France. The routines, we, we knew a day was going to be good in France if we saw a rainbow, you saw a spider, and I fell asleep in the yes. van. If, if all three of those things happened, gold. And it checked yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. checked no, out. Um, but yes, we end up in Spain then, right? We're playing Rock Beer, the new, which is, we figured the venue must just be called the new because mm, the Rock mm, Beer mm, was in like a calligraphied logo thingy on yeah, top. Yeah, but yeah. Called Everyone Rock. calls it Rock Beer, the new though, which is bizarre. Yeah, that's how it was on the spreadsheet. Yeah. Exactly. So. But this was the first show where it was what I thought, because all the, obviously all, all the shows meant to say in France as well, all the venues were rammed, mm, except mm, for mm, the mm, one where the storm was trying to kill everybody, but fair enough. Yeah, Ram, for the all things considered, that was rammed. Yeah. And it was such a small room that yeah, 10, 15 people really filled it out. Yeah. I would have been stuck behind the pillar if there were more people <laughs> yeah so clear pillared so <laughs> i'm so clear pilled it's insane yeah but so santa there was the first instance and it's not the venue's fault at all um that it was like what i thought the european tour was going to be where it was kind of six people who were just kind of like in out of the rain exactly being like, oh there's a band on okay i'll give and that they a were look. sweet they were yeah. so good yeah we had the dinner above the dinner was actually quite nice above the little balcony thingy on the Across looking out over the stage, which is nice. There was Spanish separatists protesting that was down the street. Ah, uh, that'll do Big it. time, there was smoke everywhere. I think that affected the crowd. Yeah, it definitely affected the crowd. That's yeah. why it was not well attended. Yeah, okay. And also just Spain doesn't give a fuck about good music. Um, now we get, this is the one that I was looking at this last night. I can't figure out, I can't remember this at all. Tell me. Oviedo. Oviedo. Lata de Zinc. What was this? I don't Vegan restaurant. Oh. Vegan restaurant in a basement. Oh, this is one where they fed us 10 minutes before we go on stage yes. with all the... Pati- Delicious food, Gross but very oily yeah, to but it was eat right before really the show. thick, heavy, carby stuff. Where yeah. we staying? Outside of town? <laughs> where did we stay? Yeah, I can't... See, this is the thing. I can't remember what Oviedo night was like at all. We loaded up in the van afterwards, yeah. and then I believe we might have been in, like, another Ibis... Mm, oh yes. well yeah there was the ibis yeah because this was the ibis budget that had the nice oh, breakfast oh yes. we yeah yeah we had our own room and the bunks in the ibis i've come to like the ibis layouts because the bunk oh, is fun but this was the ibis where it was two ibises stuck together and mm. i took the wrong lift the second time i was like i'm definitely in 216 and they went down and I was like what's up and they and were they like they said you're in ibis budget, budget. <laughs> yeah you fucking broke bastard again you don't even want to be in that lift uh but yeah that's what oviedo was okay, yeah yeah okay. 
Uh, but the, the vegan food was amazing. Just eating it 10 minutes before you yeah. went on stage was a yeah, mistake. Yeah, yeah. And that and was extremely nice people once wow. again. Oh, amazing. I'm playing in a vegan place and the downstairs venue was class. The crowd that came were really cool and lovely. But it was a show where we were like looking at each other on stage going... Yeah. <sighs> but... There were some sweet queer folks at the end that are going to come to the Madrid show too. Yeah, oh, fuck, they're coming to that, yeah. 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 Uh, so that was Aviado, that was grand. Vigo. Vigo was... Sala Radar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so That's where it rained. Oh, yeah. This is where, yeah, Ooh. the first instance of me being like, oh, kind of fuck this. And also like, this is the nicest hotel I've ever stayed in. What was the hotel well? again? It was the Silken Angles or whatever. Oh. Uh, Silken Axis. Oh yeah, this is the yeah. Lo- yeah, yeah, of course. No, Where the-, the really handsome, suave, older Spanish man was working at the front desk. <laughs> yeah, and he was the guy you said Lord Friday. The 13th. He goes Lord Friday the Fifteenth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check you guys out. Exactly. Uh, we the whole hotel was really, it was really kind of dark, oak kind of room, and things yeah, like that. Beautiful. Um, great view, great beds. Amazing. No, had a lovely night there. The venue as well. It was lashing rain. We had gone. It was, we're getting to these kind of smaller towns. Parking has been a pain. Yeah. In the whole- Surprisingly. Cities that were had the infrastructure put in in like the 1500s just aren't set up for big vans. Yeah, yeah. I, I who would have guessed? What's happening? Yeah, sort it out, guys. Come we on. We did get a cracking parking spot. Well, we did, thing, and, and we Josh wa- literally stopped traffic for it. Yeah, and we wanted to keep it. So we're like, right, the venue's just two streets over. We'll just carry the gear over. Not that bad. As soon as we go to do that. The heavens fucking open. Literally. Uh, and I'm like, oh, is this the weather telling me to shit and vomit again? Or what's over here? Like, <laughs> I'd like Pavlov myself. This is your cue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so we're like, right, we'll just bring the guitars and maybe they might have like a backline or something. We get in, the venue's actually a studio. And we ask uh, the guy, um, Fernando. I don't remember I his name. But we ask him, we're like, hey, any chance we could uh, use the, is there any amps here? And he's like, there's a whole backline in that studio if you want to use that. And we were like, sound man, cheers. <laughs> So we end up not having to bring any of the gear, which is great, but lugging the, the gear in that, like even just bringing the guitars yeah, and the whatever. The guitars, in. the angles, the streets were so sheer. Everything was slippery. Yeah. And it was three blocks, three or four blocks it away. It was sheer misery. Yeah. It was not fun. And it was, the venue was tucked away in an alley, so yeah. even finding it at first was yeah. difficult. Yeah, rotten. But the gig ended up going well. It was a good crowd. And then there's a few chaps invited us to another show after the gig. Mm-hmm. So we're like, cool, we'll do that. Son and I politely declined. You yeah, did indeed. We don't go out. We <laughs> politely agreed. Uh, and just didn't even go to that place just went to a different bar yeah. bumped into a guy there and he was lovely quite inebriated three sheets yeah, yeah. Uh, quite inebriated and was like just kept telling me how drunk he was and that I looked like a guy from a cartoon he used to watch when he was younger and showed me and I was like I agree with you on both of these so statements like you're making a mouse or something right it was oh, a mouse was... with like one buck tooth and a tail and I was like thanks <laughs> is this what you think of me <laughs> this is what I am to you vermin French or Spanish childhood vermin <laughs> um, but yeah, that was very nice. Again, the drunker he got, the more he kind of was just like, you, you look like this. And that was kind of grand. But he'd been to Nashville, had recreated Simpsons, iconic Simpsons poses while he was in America. Do you remember that, that was that guy? I don't remember that. He was the guy. Who oh, was no, like no, the no, middle. that was the other you guy. You totally remember it. No, that was the other guy. What? So he... was more than one guy? There was the old guy, and he was the one that yeah, got you. really drunk. And the way me. Ouch. <laughs> um, no, there was a, a guy there that him and his girlfriend had just traveled to America and they went from DC down the coast and I believe over to Texas uh, but anyway they had gone to Knoxville and Tennessee and recreated an iconic image from the Simpsons where Bart had created a fake driver's license yeah. and drove his friends to what they thought was going to be the Knoxville World's Fair 
but it was just a uh, it was the big globe on top of it's kind of like a water tower. Yeah. Uh, and it it was at this point in time in The Simpsons, it was a wig shop. So it was just full of wigs. And so they had a photo from there. And this guy had recreated that photo from The Simpsons. Yeah, it was. It was the photo that threw them underneath the, the ball thingy. And then also another photo from the show My Name is Earl, which well, I they just picked I a random like, bit of road from okay, desert. that's not as fun as The Simpsons. Yeah, that was another, another little kind of nice little micro-bonding moment we had, Josh, that I enjoyed was we were walking up the street about something to do with the weather, whatever it was, and I was like, the goggles, they do nothing. And you, we released those little kind of... Simpsons. Yeah, there was a Simpsons moment to be had there. Uh, so that was Vigo, that was Grand Salad Radar, good crack. Then we head on to the first instance of this town is off the grid and off the charts as the show went on. Yeah. A Skyron. A Skyron. Oh, Skyron. Yeah, <clears throat> Sala Avenida. So we drive we drive up through this, up and over this like weird mountain for ages. We descend into this town. Crazy views. That like, yeah. looks, Crazy like views. looks like it has been habitated since like the height of Russian disputation. Yeah. Like After it's, driving through a field for like... A long time? We didn't see <laughs> yeah. a person for probably about an hour. No. Get into this town that is dead and has, the architecture hasn't been touched in like 80 years 80 years since the 80s yeah uh, like really small hatchback cars knocking around all the buildings are grey fronted all the posters and any sort of signs in the, on the on the walls of these buildings or anything like that has had all the colour drained off them yeah. like there's nothing new not in this place not a soul in sight not literally we've seen. and we walk into Sala Avenida uh, and we're welcomed by Munecho Minucho. Minucho, Minucho. Uh, who immediately gives us like a load of like crackers and hummus and we tuck yeah, into that. so sweet. Minucho saved my life. He leads yeah. us to the venue at the back that has an active stove in mm-hmm. the, just beside yeah. the stage. Wood burning crazy. fireplace, very cute. Yeah, Lovely. a discotheque since <clears throat> the late 60s. His dad had opened the discotheque originally in the back yeah. and then he's like carrying on the dream. Which is amazing. Very haunted uh, accommodations upstairs. This is the thing. We- His family had immigrated from New York by way, or from Cuba to New York to Escaron. Whoa. Well, there was apparently a large Cuban population at some point that was like kind of the resistance hiding out over in Escaron from what I read. Amazing history stuff. He showed us where we were staying upstairs, which again was very haunted. It was amazing history stuff in that room. Yeah, exactly. It was like a a top-down painting of Jesus Christ and the crucifix where he was like towering over the earth, which was very freaky. (laughs) Uh, there was an old man bunking with us, like oh, in the yeah. there was like we had there was four rooms available. We took three, and some lad who we only heard coughing and shitting, but never actually physically saw. It was like what I imagine purgatory would feel like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so he, yeah, there was also a chairlift on the stairs as well that I got in and broke immediately when it wouldn't go back down, and really freaked out that Minucho was going to eat the fucking head you of me. You got it back. But I had the like hot, the really hot, flushing fear and shame of like getting in trouble at your friend's house. See it all over your face. Yeah. So. <laughs> We then sound check, it's grand. A chap comes in who's like, oh, I'm not going to stay for the show, but I love yeah. your band. So we run in and give him a quick song. He literally song. knew. He yeah. asked about Son's guitar that she didn't bring. Like, yeah. he was aware of us. Real one, yeah. real one, yeah. all around. So and then we had the best dinner. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Minucho put on the greatest bit of scram we've ever had in our lives. It was fantastic. It was a, it was a smoking club. That was pretty cool. That's yeah. why I still have a husky voice today, weeks yeah. later. So that's things. So we have this dinner. It's like a salad with persimmon and stuff in it, like just the best homemade he hummus. He was apologizing. Was like, like, I don't know how to make vegan food. And it was like the best food I've ever and eaten. it just kept coming. And it, it also was all grown like next door. Yeah, he was like, these baked apples for dessert are from the orchard over the way. Some of the wine you guys were getting was like local wine and shit like yeah, that as well. Like, it was delicious. crazy. And then we're like, cool, that was like half seven. That's fine. And we're like, oh, show's probably... I think it said in the list, show was at 11. Theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah. So I think up, it might have even said 10 originally. We go upstairs <laughs> and have our 
youth and vitality drained by the rumours because <laughs> it's so piping hot and we're just all sitting there really fucking knackered. Yeah. Eventually we go down at 11 being like, right, we're ready to go. And then we go inside, room is covered in smoke and he sat there and he's like, no, 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 12, 12. Midnight like, for sure. For sure. <laughs> he's literally like, oh, you're actually playing tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> literally. So we eventually come back down at midnight, go in, like, everyone is like, yeah, it's a smoking club that like everyone comes along and smokes and blah, blah, blah. But they've so taken to the novelty, everyone is like, chain smoking these darts as quick smoking as they can once yeah. plus a fog machine plus a fog machine plus and a sp- an open wood fire stove where did these people come from <laughs> yeah, like exactly. i literally was like is there a train or do yeah. you all live under your houses all day this like thing, when, uh, when we were looking because there's like loads of kind of cool old looking people as well and we were like lots of really cool young nice yeah. like doing their thing and um, i'm like where are you when minutia was like you're playing at midnight i was like lad there was no one in the town at four o'clock who's going to be here at midnight everyone they, they all come out at night they were yeah. sweet and the crowd went ballistic it was a really fun show it was the first instance of a show being like this is going to be shit or not shit but like this is oh, we'll get just feeling it. like maybe no one's alive here yeah exactly other and than Manucho. yeah and the place went ballistic and it was amazing yeah um, we were down, uh, my favorite interaction on the tour so far with somebody after a show is yourself Josh when we were talking to this guy called Eli who was like I've been trying to figure out the meaning of you guys' songs and all this stuff. And you're like, wow, your English is class. And he's like, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> I, To be fair, I had just walked up to the conversation. Yeah, fair. But yeah, he was quite American after uh, <laughs> the realization. But that show was amazing. I enjoyed the Skyron. It was great. Again, it was just such a like a U-turn from what we thought the time was going to be. And we learned to not judge. We kept doing it, but just yeah, learned, learned that we, we shouldn't learned, do it. Uh, so then from a Skyron, we booted over to Lyria. Mm. Bit of confusion here about the venue when we get to Lyria. Um, Someone explained to me why a city in Portugal has a Texas bar and a Texas club. We played in the Texas club, though, didn't we? Yeah. Because but the on spreadsheet the, says Texas bar. And the poster here says Texas bar as well. So we were totally right. Because we get to Texas bar. It's like a day restaurant with a karaoke machine out the back. And I thought, surely not. Old men playing cards out front. Walk, Common sight. I walked in and used really bad Spanish to talk to the woman behind the counter who spoke Portuguese yeah there you go <laughs> and uh, and she we we finally came to the turn it was like there was a dance hall in the back something like that karaoke karaoke hall and we came to the conclusion that we were playing at the Texas club not the Texas bar, bar. Yeah. she seemed as relieved as we did yeah <laughs> So we left went to Texas Club, which they'd put a cactus out front and a red carpet for us and all, it was which was kind of fun. It ate. Um, we ate after the show. So the show was at half six, which is kind of handy because we were driving. Real early. Yeah. A Sunday show? Yeah. yeah. A, Sunday, a yeah. Sunday at 6 p.m. anywhere in the Iberian Peninsula, everyone is asleep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but it worked out well because we ended up... Except for Josh's parents. Oh, yeah, your parents came along. That was yeah. fun. Yes. They flew all the way over to see us play at the Texas Club. And I'm so glad they did. Because they if they hadn't, there would have been just no two people, which yeah. was nice. What do you think? They got a private show, which was, if anything, more like Your parents and milk. 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 Milk aid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so after that, then we ended up then driving to Lisbon as well, because we were like, we're not going to stay in the area because the show's done early. We get to drive to Lisbon. Exactly. We are like, can't wait for t- two more days off. So we like, can't wait for two mega rot yeah. days. <laughs> We don't rot at all. <laughs> Lisbon's too cool. I couldn't have rotted there. Yeah. The same vegan restaurant three days in a row. Yes. I tried to rot, and the city was calling to me. It, yeah. my DNA 
craved retail. Well, is it, again, when we got to the city, we were like, oh my God, there's actually... There's lights There's here. big buildings. There's stores, there's counterfeit bags. There's yeah. one more can I want. This was made for me. I got a tip off about a vegan restaurant called 26 Vegan Project. And we had, well, I, you guys ate there all three days. I ate there twice. It was just amazing. But yeah, Lisbon was great. Meant to do our lot. But this one we started rattling through the simple life as well yeah. the, the show for the, we were trying to figure out what the show was for the tour first place with good wi-fi mm -hmm. yeah. and a tv that could that do youtube yeah. watched the entire first season of simple yeah. life in a night incredible stuff but yeah lisbon was not the rest that we thought we were going to guess it couldn't um, have been it was too nice it's you had two days old. off with your parents uh yeah so i went to nazare in um portugal which was out on the coast that was after the texas club mm -hmm. And it is where they do the monster wave surfing, oh. uh, which was very beautiful. And I always wanted to go there. I didn't even know that's where they did it until yeah. we got there. And so we went out on the the jetty pier type thing where the lighthouse is and watched the giant waves come in. And some people were out there getting towed around on surfboards to boy, towed around towed. by jet skis <laughs> on their surfboards yeah. into the waves. And it was beautiful. And... Uh, stayed there for a night and then moved on to Lisbon, right? That's where you, you, you met us the night before we left. Well, no, just one night. Oh. So, well, we drove to Nazare after the show at yeah. Texas Club oh. yeah. and spent the night there, hung out, and then the next day, right? That was Sunday night. No, I did stay there. I stayed there two nights. Yeah. Uh, it was that eventful. and um, <laughs> And then we... Moved on uh, to to Lisbon, linked up with us, and that's when I met up with you guys. Yeah. Where uh, once we arrived in Lisbon, I realized it was a, the their hotel. Oh my god! And the Airbnb were eight minutes apart, and so I said, "Oh, cool, amazing! I will take my big roller bag and my backpack, and I will shimmy on down to where you guys are staying." And then, uh, so I did that. It cobblestone streets the whole way with the roller bag, which was a little rough. Um, couldn't get drugs there at all either as well. Really you could not find drugs there in that street. No, none. There were no drugs. Uh, I, I fielded through the, the sea of drug peddlers. So um, brave. And then I got to the door, uh, at which point the wheel broke off of my bag. Um, and then I was able to get in the door a nice bag, and, and I, I, I was told that it was a, a long ways up to get to the flat. Um, but with my 50 pound bag and 25 pound backpack, I then proceeded to march up the 11 flights. Did we decide? Five floors, 11 yeah. flights, very irregular sizes and heights. Yeah. It's a long walk to glory. The flat was amazing. It Just was, getting up and down. It, it, was, it was narrow. There holes in some of the floorboards as well. Yeah. Um, got every time I got to one level, I would think to myself, "Oh, this is the, this the fifth is the floor." One. You're not there till you're at uh, the ceiling. I think at the fourth floor, I actually stopped and knocked on a door, <laughs> and and then thought to myself, "Oh, I think there's." A, I listened, and I could hear you guys up at the top <laughs> and up there in heaven. And so I went up and knocked on the door, uh, swung open uh, to to a, a Felix who, who said, "Oh, you're here," and came in to give me a hug. And I said, don't touch don't me. Don't touch me, yeah. <laughs> I am sweating face and need to catch my breath. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I only had one more tiny flight of stairs to get up to my bed. Oh, yeah. Which was, was fine. Yeah. That was one of the things, well, sorry, I forgot to mention, so I wanted to bring it up. The, was it in Santander? We stayed in the log cabins that yes. we narrowly avoided yes. passing Order. away in. 
Yeah, very, very weird little wood cabins. Yeah, you cabins. could slip into eternity in those cabins. Those places, yeah. But we have, we've had some very weird skinny stairs on the tour so far as well, weirdly enough. The first, uh, the night, the place we stayed in the night before the show in tours, you had to walk to Charlie Chaplin down the stairs. And I think that those stairs were just, that second floor first was just the attic. And the Agreed. stairs were the repurposed ladder that was just yeah. now physically fixed to the floor. But they did have blue toilet paper with clouds on it, which... We've been doing well with toilet paper because we stayed the place we stayed in there a few nights ago in Lilleda, or the town... It's a port, Peralta del Sol, del Sol, mm. had yeah. ghosts on the toilet paper. And the place here in Cabretan has got pink, pink toilet paper. Pink with flowers. And smells. Yeah. So Lisbon was grand. We went to then play at the lounge, which we had been warned very, very heavily of by Zarin as it being like an absolute shithole, hellhole cesspit. I believe like, she said that's the last resort. It's the place everyone goes after everything else is closed. Yeah. And that's yeah. awful. We went there and had a cracking show. A Must have been a different lounge. Yeah. Yeah. We had a great show there, really good fun, yeah. massive crowd. Really, really fun. Told afterwards in other towns of people who were there. Yeah. Uh, they it apparently it. had ripple effects as well because people came from that show and other people that were at that show told people in other cities to come to future shows. Yeah, it was mad. And even like we, we were sitting in the corner of the venue because there was no dressing room, very conspicuously, very much in Lord Friday gear, like you had all your kind of get up on. You know, so like, I'm very uh, subtle. Yeah, and then to just... I went on stage to maybe six people being in there and then within a minute it was probably about 40 inside. That seems to be the way it works here. People get here five minutes after the allotted set time. Yeah. And you will literally go to the stage with five people and then in the time it takes you to turn around, there's yeah. 50 people. Yeah. This is something that I got an interesting quirk of the tour that myself and Josh were talking about was that there's no support bands. We're yeah. just going on there's a There's been a few, but very few. But... So we've been support once and then we've had two support bands but just three. like paying a ticket for like a 45 minute show and there's no support band even like a 20 minute like local it's act it's very interesting no it's so weird to yeah. me that like, surely like a promoter or like a local a venue would yeah. put a local act on just it's for the sake I of it I thought that was kind of standard yeah. but we're not standard no couldn't be yeah couldn't be if I wanted to <laughs> Lisbon, was, Lisbon was lovely lounge was great we head oh. on then to the venue in Braganza Deadass Bionicles. Deadass Bionicles. <laughs> the venue was called uh, Deadass Bionicles, but just Deadass Bionicles. Deadass Bionicles. Cut yeah. the cameras, Deadass. Yeah, a cave that used to be a coffin store. A mortuary. Yeah, so out the, cool. Out the back of an exhibit digital media art space. Like, yeah. It was three things at once a million times and over. And there was Nuno, who was so sweet. And the sound man was called Machine Gun. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then the guy that was Pete. Zapedro. Zapedro. He, he was like, hey, I'm Z. And I was like, oh, I'm Peter. And he was like, oh, same as me. And I was like. Does Z I, mean Peter? I don't think yeah. So. And he was like, oh, my name's Zapedro. And I was like, ah. Zapedro is a very cool name. Sounds like a very cool cyborg. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but at this point as well, we'd settled into uh, quoting Nicole Rich the entire, at any second for anything we'll go Sexual. with. Her three quotes are, that's hot, sexual. Loves it. Loves it. Yeah. So at any point, we're like walking in. This is mortuary, this was a fort, mortuary 40 years ago. We go, Love loves that. it. <laughs> sexual, hot. Yeah. Anything. Sound, sound check at seven. Sexual. sexual. The dinner is like some vegan sushi. That's hot. <laughs> Everything. That show was sold out yeah. and incredibly fun. Yeah. Sold out show. I think the flesh tones was probably sold out too, oh, but that was for them. Yeah, for them. yeah no, it was mostly for us, but some for them. The crowd was amazing. The one playing to like a stone wall as well was really fucking. But it was crazy hot. acoustics. It was hot. Yeah, it was, it was really sexual. fucking hot. Uh, it was sweating like fuck afterwards. The crowd afterwards were lovely. Then the wheels kind of fall off, much like your suitcase. Yes. Where I'm talking to a crowd of people who rare donkeys. You guys were in Someone the time were in the bathroom being interviewed by a guy called Bruno. Interviewed for the local newspaper, yeah. You Thank were, you, Bruno. You were outside drinking and smoking with some heads. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> trying to enjoy your first weed of the whole tour. Trying to relax with some refreshments. And the rosers turn up. The filth arrive. The police turn up. Yeah, the fuzz. So I'm talking to this person about rare and donkeys and I look around and the police there and everyone's looking really... Ex- people are walking in going... Blowing shit like walking out into the venue being like... Be cool, be cool, and Josh be cool. is going... Nom, 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 You full on went straight for the eat this joint, swallow it right now. Yeah. I'm not getting caught. Not running this tour. Not going down like this. You guys tried to come out so of the I come out of the bathroom, yeah, and this woman is like... The outside. cops are here. Try to look normal. Yeah, there is no looking normal. You're in a tartan no, miniskirt was, with like basically like should I go back in the bathroom yeah. or like, with a horned devil hat on? Yeah. <laughs> like scurry behind a wall and literally hide there until yeah. the police leave. The yeah. cops were taking pictures of everything. They were very dramatic. They were, I mean, when I think, they I, think not? Was, I think it was just a music license, beer license thing that was just yeah. whatever. But they Show taking, of force. But they were taking pictures of the gear as well. And I was like, is our backline about to get seized? Like, what? I know. And had that moment where we all were like, did we just shut down this venue? Because yeah. your yeah. man's a Pedro came over and was like, looked stressed. that was the loudest show ever. Ah! And then when the guards leave, he was like, that was the loudest show ever. And yeah. I think that's why we got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> a local woman told us the police were just evil and hated when uh, new people came to the village. Checks out. Yeah. Sounds like p- police to me. And I like Braganza. Braganza so, was yeah. so cool. Braganza was real highlight Removed of the tour. The cops and we're good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really lovely spot in Braganza. That was, couldn't have, couldn't have said better than that. We move on to Porto then. Mm. Another venue that I'm kind of that was the night that we couldn't get the van parked because the construction was going Porto on. Porto was a gorgeous city. Stressful as fuck. But the closed roads made me want to KMS every five seconds. <laughs> I think you guys looped for like an hour and a half. The sewer slide was coming down the chute. <laughs> yeah, I was not there for we that. We could not get access to the venue for love nor money. Like it was terrible. Um, Thankfully, y'all were our little foot soldiers. With your little locations, location sharing. Yeah. Also, we didn't talk about where we stayed after the the oh. cave show. Oh, Braganza. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So Nuno, who was the drunkest and highest of everyone that was there. Hops in a car. He was like, outside, like right, I'll show you guys where you're staying. And we're like, okay, I think he's going to get in the van. Next thing, he just f- bombs ass by in this Jeep, waving his arm, but he follow me. Slay. Drives the whole way up to this fucking massive castle. And we're like, surely not. 500-year-old castle. Surely am. He was like, here you go. And then we get, he gets into this little small, it's like the keep of the castle, this, this little small apartment thing he built onto the side of this ancient castle. And inside he has the audacity to go, I'm, okay. this, I'm sorry, this, this is all is I could get. This is the best I could do. And we were like, no, no. This is the best. You just made my life. <laughs> yeah. You stayed in a castle for the night. It was crazy. This castle was the beginning of civilization in Portugal. Wow. It was like the first town... Whoa. The beginning of their culture and everything like that. Nonsense. Whoa. Absolutely incredible. Uh, so we move on to, yeah, so then we're in fucking Porto. Can't get parked for love and money, like I said. Me and you ended up going to a shop that sold chocolate paste out of a tube. Happy for you guys. Out of tube. Wow. Your man tried to get us to eat it, and I was like, D- yeah. don't bring that fucking poop shoot near me. I don't want a bit of that. Did you try it? No. Obviously not. A poop tube for the lovely couple? Yeah, and I was like, it looks like watercolor paint. He goes, yeah, that's what it's inspired by. And I was like, I've never wanted to eat watercolor paint. I don't know why. You, you guys have pica. I don't know why you got this idea. Yeah. <laughs> We eventually get the van parked. We're playing Barracuda, a nice yeah. dome-shaped kind of venue. Yes. Again, one of the shows that is probably not going to stick out in my mind too much. No. You know. Was good fun. Enjoy Nice it. audience. There yeah. was a smell of cat piss in the venue. Unfortunately. There was a smell of a lot of things. I thought I stepped in dog poop. The whole show. <laughs> the whole show. We had to hang out in the lobby of a hostel because there was no nowhere for us to be. Yeah. But they were nice. Barracuda was great. It was really good. But again, we were wandering around being like, we've got, we had a dinner. We had an amazing vegan buffet dinner. Oh we had like God. after soundcheck oh we had five hours before the show and yeah. we're like right we'll have a long dinner had that and then we're like 
we stood up three and a half hours before the fucking gig. So yeah. we went into this hostel and said, can we sit in your lobby for a bit if you <laughs> don't mind? Can we sit on this couch, please? Yeah, and we did, till the show. Yeah, the show was good crack. We kind of settled into proper tour fatigue giddiness at this point. For real. We were just all kind of like giggly and nonsense <laughs> after the show. I mean, like, where are we? We're so fucking yeah. tired. Uh, but Porto had its moments. Uh, it was nice. I do feel like the audience in Porto seemed to be like they had so much context for what we were doing. They yeah. were the kind of people that were like, we love the cramps. We love the studio. Like they were yeah. like people that specifically liked this kind of music and came for this kind of music. And the club exactly. was so cool. And the owners. Of it was. The yeah. And the DJ, so DJ boy named oh, Sue was fantastic. Loved him. Loved yeah. him. That was the first instance where the I want to be your dog encore went down with the crowd. Because like, everybody oh, was one, like, yeah. I know this. Yeah. 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 No, Porto was great. And then we moved on to what's been the highlight for me, any of the festivals so far, of the runs so Evera. far. Oh. Evera. We get to Evera. The place is amazing. Obviously, the parking stress happens, but that's you know. what we're done with. That's part of tour. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But part of medieval villages. It's this <clears throat> ancient city. Like, most Eisley Star Wars looking Very motherfucking Very It was yeah. so cool. Yeah, we were, sure, I mean, it had a wall all around the city. Yeah. It was massive. The sign man from the lounge in Lisbon turned up, Guillermo. He was like, hey, good to see you again. Yeah, we saw several people from Lisbon. Yeah, because yeah. they come from the show again. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But we're playing this festival called Black Bass Festival. Um, really weirdly run. It was like the first slot was five to nine, five to seven or something. There like were that. like yeah. chunks. chunks, and then there was two hours breaks. in between where the second bill of bounds would go on from nine. But the stage was the deepest stage I've ever seen. So it, was, it was obviously like a really old theater, like stage a true theater. Yeah, situation. It was, it was on the second floor, of this terraza corner building in this big courtyard up the top of Evora, mm. which again I think should be pronounced Evora. That's just me, you know. Um, but yeah, petition. We exactly. Uh, we're right at the back. We get a bit of a hop when they're like, "Yeah, there's vegan food. Don't worry, we'll go back." And there's really limp-looking gray vegan cucumber sandwiches, and we're like, "Is this the dinner?" Because we saw a white, pl- like a plastic tub of fish and chips that smells as old as the city, and we're like, "Has everyone had dinner?" We just arrived a bit later. It was. What's going it on? was nautical. Yeah. yeah. But so then, once the first batch of bands is done at seven, they're like, "Right, once all the punters are cleared, all the bands are gonna have dinner in the hall." So and sweet. So sweet. The Francisco, shout out. Yeah. Slay. Oh my God. One man I've ever seen wear dungarees that are also three quarter length cutoffs as well. It was a look. Yeah. It was cute. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, but then we end up going on. We're on like third after a bill of uh, third of the second run of bands that started at nine. Yeah. Or whatever it was. We played at like eleven. Yeah. The European version of Calliope musicals played before us. Literally unsafe space garden. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Nice. Every day. So we go on then, um, and. Is one of those shows where so much went wrong, but it couldn't have gone better. Oh, yeah, like, it was great. The crowd were didn't just didn't even make a difference. Yeah. yeah, the crowd were just insane. It was a packed room with like four hundred people. Yeah. Um, I got to crowd surf. Crowd surf in the middle middle of the so sense, your mic cuts out, you break a string, Tom gets yeah. ripped to shreds. Did the power drop too, or was it just? I think I just came unplugged. Okay. Yeah. Did your bass amp come unplugged? The, at the beginning, there was a bit of bass hassle that I had to plug it back into the DI, but there was one moment where, like, again, your string and my bassing happened earlier yeah. on, and then while your mic was fucked, your tom broke. The sound guy seemed really stressed. Uh, yeah, yeah, God, had, I was trying to fish the lead out of the front of the stage, so it was caught on a thingy to get it replugged in and everything as well. I played a bit of Egyptian reggae by John the Richmond for a bit to keep the crowd safe. People loved that. Yeah, they did indeed. They really, I didn't even know what was happening. I just looked up and everyone was clapping along. Yeah. yeah. And the bouncy floors of that mm. stage were incredible. WWE. Spec stage gave me new life to yeah. be able to jump without landing on concrete. You could have RKO'd me out of nowhere and I would have been fine. <laughs> uh, that was also the show where me and you walloped heads. We did, and then to even out the you getting hit in the back of the head, Sloan hit you in the face. With the yeah, it didn't matter, <laughs> I didn't care. There were people, yeah, no, the crowd it was amazing. And then we kind of got after we were loading the gear, at the and o- you staged out. 
I did. I yes, dove. he stage dived as well. Yeah. When I, I, what's funny seeing what happened to you was when the Tom ripped, I saw you stage dive backwards into the mountain gear <laughs> behind the kit looking for a, flo- a rack dome. I went back and found the tightest, most high-pitched Tom Doing. I guess I could find and set it up. And yeah. it was about three degrees, 30 degrees higher than the, the floor Tom. Just We did, we did. But also it just, it was it was very clearly like the actions of a band who've been gigging hard the last three weeks where it was like, oh, we know like if something goes wrong, we can just like mitigate. It doesn't even matter, yeah. But so we started loading the gear outside and then we're like kind of slightly mobbed. Absolutely. Because all the crowd were outside getting a drink and having a few cigs, whatever it was, and just turned around and went ballistic on top of all of us. It was great, Craig. Then picking the newspaper. Big old pick. We arrive arrive in the next city the next day, Granada, to find that you guys are in the bloody local news. Almost half page page photo with being mobbed but <laughs> <laughs> and yeah y'all met sweet friends yeah that was fun i was out till six in the morning son and i were not yeah bands were playing till six in the morning yeah. full band not dj just no no full on, like mac and i set started at 10 past five like it was crazy stuff. i was in bed yeah. it's hot i made it to bed by four yeah i didn't make it to bed i made it to a couch that then i had to crawl into the van and die for the day and i did i died in the six hour drive to granada yeah uh, which is a day i've forgotten obviously because i was egg exhausted yeah um but yeah planta baja do you remember what that show was like mm-hmm. in granada i can't mm-hmm. remember much about it was it in a basement there was a cool tiled tunnel when you first came oh, in yeah. we were interviewed by a podcast a or zine, zine. Yeah, yeah which was very nice and um i was exhausted the audience was extremely nice they came out of nowhere nowhere, yeah and but it was a hard thing where a load of the show was filmed and i was like oh god and i was like i literally can't keep my eyes open but i'm gonna give them everything i have which is not my usual limit most yeah exactly. but it was a lower limit that i was pushing that was a nice hotel too it was very nice i wanted to give them everything (laughs) that hotel had the Sloan found us an amazing place to go eat dinner. Ooh, yes, yeah. after the show. The dinner after the show felt very like, wow. That was another 7.30 Sunday night show. Yes. Which oh, is yeah. why I was like, how are there people here? Yeah. yeah. Crazy stuff. But no, we had a day off then. In Madrid. We yeah. took a detour to Madrid yeah. to, to see Alan, to see Alan yeah. Sparrowhawk. Yeah, yeah, of course. That was fun. We ended up seeing a lovely show uh, that Alan played in Galileo Galilee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Named I after that, that line in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> But it's an incredible show. The hotel we stay in in Madrid is lovely as well. Uh, it's that Airbnb. The Airbnb. Wait, what am I thinking? Oh, like the hotel in Granada. Granada is the one with the fountain in the middle yeah. and the, all the gold plated stuff. It was, it was very nice. Lizzie McGuire movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, the Madrid, the Airbnb in Madrid was low. Okay. We had the, it had a washing machine. Yeah, yeah. we couldn't get in. We woke up and we woke <laughs> oh, up. Pete and I woke up at seven thirty in the morning and yeah. took all of our what? It was eight. The, Seven or eight. It was eight bags. Trash bags yeah. full of wet, clean clothes down to the dryer. Yeah. Thank you. It was nice. It was fun. I had a nice time. I had a little wander around as well. It was kind of lovely. Um, we'll have been you. really enjoying the. Like I've been going out each morning, kind of do like a little bit of journaling and things like that. I've been so enjoying the Portuguese prices of coffee oh, and like croissants I know. And things like, a euro twenty. Being back in France is like scarcity yikes. mindset has arrived. What's Last French for yikes? Was like, um, oh, this town is so cheap. It's like going to Mexico. I think that was rich skaters okay. because <laughs> I have not experienced. I have not experienced yeah. cheap, and apparently Switzerland is going to be even more expensive. Oh, so I'm very God. glad we have one show there because yeah, exactly. I'll be. Out. I will be bringing groceries and I will be leaving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Isn't but Switzerland where they keep all the gold too? Isn't that? They just want That's more. The Federal Reserve they can't stuff, get yeah. enough. They're, they cannot get enough. Yeah, Switzerland is inhabited by 
dragons from Tolkien books where they just sit on hordes Slay. of gold and spend nothing. Slay. Uh, but yeah, so Granada, Granada, again, like I was too, it was grand in Granada. I was too kind of tired to tired. really take it in. Next day, we hit the big tour hump. And it's not Orohuela's fault. It was not. We just We were had, exhausted. We were exhausted. We, we were tired. We were <laughs> six shows in a row in at this point. The day off in Madrid wasn't really a day off because no. we'd gone and done stuff. No. We'd foregone rot days in Lisbon. We, we hadn't really had days off since the month prior. Yeah. In fucking, we averaged five-hour drive days for like oh, yeah. four days in a row. And this was kind of the end of... Or the middle of that stretch. And yeah. essentially playing every single night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was the big, long six-gig stretch, whatever it was. But... <clears throat> Orohuela just got the better of us. We the hotel was on the second floor of an apartment block, and I was like, "Hotels aren't meant to be that. You're yeah. meant to be the whole building, yeah. not like." And inspired <laughs> tears. Yeah, it, it smelled. Fully inspired tears, inspired breakdown. People love to smoke indoors yeah. in Spain and do your thing, but also, what about everyone else? It smelled yeah. bad. I never it, thought a Burger King would save my life. This is the thing. I knew it would. We had to resort to vegan nugs and burger king i was looking at restaurants online i couldn't do it i was imagining trying to navigate explaining veganism in a dialect of spanish i did not know at all well, and every restaurant was closed because it was the five to it was the window seven. was a five to seven window where it was closed so yeah we went to burger king but even still it was we'd all like we'd all just were tired settling into just being knackered from shows and just overexposure to ourselves. It was kind of nice. We went for a coffee after check and we're like, it was nice. We kind of, we were talking about how it's nice. We're, we're all comfortable enough to be shit crack in front of each other and be like, I'm just tired and sore and I don't want to be here. You, you all had the, the veggie nuggies. I had the uh, brutal, brutal bacon chicken sandwich, which in the picture, as always with any fast food establishment, the picture looked phenomenal. Uh, and what I got looked less than uh, desirable. The nuggets look just like the picture. Well, I should have stuck with the vegan nuggets. It's just so. somebody that was calling it the brutal bacon. And the like brutal it's bacon but it's, it's It was really two pieces of bread that had been run over. <laughs> yeah, but also the fact <laughs> that like it was like, trying to sound cool, like the mega X Whopper, like the brutal bacon. But in Ireland, I don't like, want brutal that's food. Like, that's brutal. It's like, yeah. fuck, that's rotten. That's poxy. And, and it was also the most red 40 bacon I've ever seen. Yeah, it was bad. It was I, I enjoy a good crispy bacon, and it was uh, medium, not even medium rare. It was rare bacon, Ooh. colored, floppy yeah, bacon, yeah. floppy. The show again, can't really remember the venue. If I'm being honest, it like, was. Um, oh, it was a really cool looking one. Actually, sorry, yeah, it was. Yeah. I remember it now. Yeah. That was a fun one. Extremely nice owners. Extremely nice crowd. Good mm. merch sales. Like the venue was all painted and postered to the nines. It was very cool. Did an Elvis Monk they statue in the in the front? Yeah. Cute skeletons that look kind of like. No, you us. do too. Yeah. <laughs> Jose and Mar ran the establishment. Yeah, yeah lovely people. The great photographer as well. She was lovely. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, was not, Orihuela was tough going. Uh, so we went from playing La Gramola in Orihuela to Granolers. Granolers. <laughs> uh, playing Drastic B1, which was drastic. We walked, No one spoke to us. <laughs> we went in, set up. The not a word from stage, anyone. Stage manager didn't say hi or anything. We were just like, I guess we'll set I up. I guess okay. this is it. Guess, okay. I'll, guess I'll die. Um, <laughs> it was in an industrial estate. Um, I don't remember Granolers. So. We I mean, got to it, back it up straight ago. to the venue. Yeah. It was the one where we approached a wall and it said it was the venue. And then we went somewhere else. <clears throat> and then we were like, is this the venue? And they were like, yeah, it was that place. And then they let us in a big rustic gate. We backed straight up. It was a big oh, open place. Kind of warehouse uh, place. Okay. Yeah. I, I bought uh, head and shoulder shampoo there. That was my... And we had a support. Like it was one of the few shows with a support band. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
who uh, essentially scolded us for playing a set shorter than theirs afterwards. Oh, really? I didn't hear that part. <laughs> they were all dads, so whatever. I kind of felt bad that their set was longer than ours. Right. Like... I'm not, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we rocked harder, so I don't know. I can't play a long set. <laughs> it's going to take a while. Yeah, I don't know if the type of music that we play is, is set up to play more than an hour. Sometimes people ask us to, they'll be like, like one time the Four Seasons was like, do you want to play a two hour set? Like a four Seasons Landscaping or for the hotel, oh, the hotel in Austin? Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I only know the exactly. Four Seasons Landscaping. Well, they're much more notable. <laughs> but, um, they asked for a two hour poolside set. And, and we, we said, like, you've never listened to this band and you've never seen a photo of us. So yeah. I guarantee that. It's a stretch. Yeah, it's a stretch. We can, you want. Uh, we can noodle in between songs. Yeah. I said no. Not for me. Just a reminder, we have to be out of character. Yes, no, yeah. we're, we're getting pretty close. Yeah, yeah we are. Uh, so, we have done Growlers. We're done with that. Venue was grand. Uh, this Someone confronted you about closing your eyes mm, on stage. Mm, Mich- Michelle, like, I like, think. I don't want to look at Growlers. That's why I my eyes are closed. could hear myself too well, so I was embarrassed. So yeah. I kept my eyes closed to make it through the show. Imagine how the audience feel. I know. Um, and then a man had the audacity to say, you're beautiful, you'd be even more beautiful if you opened your eyes. And well, then he said he was coming to the next show, and then he didn't. So Flake. Next show leads us on to Laida? Laida? Yeda. 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 Because I, I, it's L-L-E-I-D-A. I keep thinking of L-L-E-L-E. Yeah. But I've all done it every time I was here. Yeda. Yeda, yeah, yeah. Again, venue, Cafe del Theater. It was... It was... I'm thinking of the place. It had a piano. Oh. Yeah. On the stage, yeah. So I spent... I spent about half an hour trying to learn Big Mac on the piano thing like we do like a cool like lounge lizard type and no one thing. said we couldn't do it well this is like, the thing like, yeah. but I was playing it for ages and then yeah. at the sound check I said to the sound can we put a mic in that piano we might do it and he was like no no no, no. as if like oh. don't touch that piano and I was like, yeah. you've seen me do <laughs> touch this piano loads already we've all had a go on it like, I've been all over this piano for fuck's sake yeah it's kind of buzzy but that, that, uh, that show was fun the fun show great the audience backstage area was really cool had all the cool really good green Hollywood room. lights and everything yeah. really good food he got a lot of coconut water that once again revived me mm-hmm. yeah three different types of hummus a yeah. pizza those lasted a day because yeah. they were so good <laughs> yeah capital theater was great crack we moved on then to sabananago mm-hmm. which was the place which was the place that i've used when i was telling those people about the tour i've used sabananago as an example of the where the fuck is that even gonna be they pretend the winter olympics came there in the so 80s the, the, the pyrenees yes but the, to the point where the hostel is called Olympic Hostel, there's loads of posters of Winter Olympic Had stuff. Olympic rings. And then we were like, oh, wow, there's like Olympic village. That's so cool. We leave and you look it up and you're like, Spain has never hosted never, the Winter Olympics ever. Never hosted. Never. But it's a training. Maybe it was a training facility. Yeah. Well, the the venue is Sala Corleone, mm-hmm. owned by Eduardo. It's the most Nickelodeon place we've been in our Literally entire lives. Literally, the movie theater in Drake and Josh. Yeah. And then the, up, the upstairs bit is the studio in iCarly. Yeah. Literally. I, Literally. So cool. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> Again, the show was good crack. Good crowd coming to know where someone, totally. wanted, someone wanted to buy your sweaty acrylic gloves afterwards. Yes. Wasn't willing to pay. Not willing to pay anywhere close to what I would sell this for. <laughs> <clears throat> so don't ask. No. Uh, but yeah, no, seven ago was good crack. The, we stayed in, we ended up staying in a town called Peralta de la Sol in oh. an Airbnb owned by the mayor. Am I getting this right? It was owned by the mayor? Or mm. what did, oh, did we ever figure out, the, I, I looked on the map and we were on like Mayor Street. Yeah, and yeah. so I didn't know if mayor lives on Mayor Street and Mayor House. I think the yeah. first floor was the Tunnel of Time thing they were talking about because there were pictures everywhere yeah. of the town. And, and he said that he lived in the building also, um, Lewis. So. I assumed he was the mayor. It was. Picturesque. It was a 
there. He's also not the man that was in his profile picture. <laughs> so like maybe his son was that was a young, fine gentleman. No. Tinder profile. Slay Luis. But you were saying there's like 250 people in the town? Yeah, there's 250 people there. It was, you said it was a Roman salt mine at one point. There are marsh, salt marshes there, what, yeah. I found, you, a, I found a salt rock, like a big clump nice. of salt in the ground. You came in in the morning and said there's 250 people in this town. I was like, wow. And you were like, and I met three people today. And I was like, I did the quick maths there, and, like not there. And then I obviously got my phone out and did the maths. But you met 1.2% of the population of that entire <laughs> town. Yeah. And it gets around. They they were nice. They were nice people. Fair play. There they spoke like Catalan, Spanish, French. See, we're in that bit of Europe where like everyone has to speak five different languages, which is so impressive. Yeah, I mean, calm down. Like we get we get it. But all those languages and absolute silence in that town. No one was using any of them. <laughs> it was pandemic level quiet. It so was much water, place. but not a drop to drink. So much languages, but nothing to say. Literally, yeah. Literally. And then we crack on to, we're back in France now, into Cabreton, which brings us up to last night. Yeah. Where we play in like a dad rock mojo dojo cave <laughs> yeah. spot, which we really are like, this is going to be Another night shit. I was not ready for. This is pretty gonna, burnt. My spirit was broken. We were like, this was. This is terrible. This is going to be shit. Yeah, we're going we, to hate this. They like messaged me and they were like, we forgot you're vegan. And I was like, cool. Which I needed to hear that. They were nice, but they did have some attitude. I have to say. Yeah. I got to be honest. But then we get to the show. We're like, this is going to be terrible. We're going to hate this. Get this over and done with. If the van were to explode right now, I wouldn't care on the way <laughs> to the venue. We would be saved. Yeah. <laughs> then we get in. Place is rammed full of cool skater kids. So and we have fun. an amazing show. One of the most fun so far. Moshing so through fun. a lot of the set. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was Evora level, like, same age. Good times. Yeah, it was crazy. People on chairs, people wanted to have fun, yeah. which yeah. was so refreshing. Exactly. Yeah, the, the vampiric swapping of energy was going really they well. They were also out. beautiful. Yes. That's why you said so much fun. Uh, so that was grand. We came back to our lovely Airbnb, which is where we are now. And we have and brought so you, cozy. We have brought you bang up today. So it's still, in terms, of, in terms of time, it's half one. But in terms of like energy stuff, we're still very much in morning mode. We're all in our pajamas at the moment. We have to check out in 30 minutes. I know. So we're going to do one quick segment. Yes. Uh, we're going to do Sonic Seconds. Yes. We're gonna, does anyone introduce it? Uh, you'll do the best job. Okay. This is Sonic Seconds. <laughs> That was the best intro I've ever done. This is Sonic Seconds. This is the hot sexual loves it segment that we all adore. This is Sonic Seconds where we pick two or two seconds from a track that we just think is bloody brilliant. John Sheenies, you're the first new guest on the podcast. Why don't you go first? This is uh, back from, from Dublin. but Okay. But that, yeah, yeah. That, that takes me that takes me back. Oh, I forgot we did the silent disco. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, after the gig, yeah, crazy, lovely, loves it. Felix, have you got one first? You go first, Okay, I'm uh, going because uh, this has also kind of been an anthem. I feel like of the tour, uh, the first few seconds of customer service by Sugar Pit <laughs> is my choice. Here we go. Yeah, I don't know what instrument that Play is. Play the first line that he sings because okay, okay. it's so funny. I'm working at my job. <laughs> <laughs> job. The song has been keeping us going. Yeah, no, keeping 100%. me going personally, at least. Um, so Lucky Girl Anthem by Harmony Tividad. <laughs> I am so lucky and nothing can stop me. If you want to pick a song that keeps you alive... <clears throat> 
This is the visual, by the <laughs> oh way. Oh my god. <laughs> For her music video. That's not headache inducing. It's so Y2K. It's so... You can literally just listen to that on a walk and you'll feel reborn. Amazing. Yeah. Mine comes from Joey Valance and Bray with Underground Sound. Uh, they do it. They're little, they make like a noise that you're going to recognize. I love... Wow. I've heard that on TikTok so many times. It's so much fun in a song. Like, yeah. That cat that cooks. Wow. Uh, yeah, wow. I love it. I think it's really good to just like, chucking it in there. I think it's really nice. I love it. Uh, right. Well, that Eight. concludes Sonic Seconds, a speedrun of Sonic Seconds. Uh, Sonic Seconds! Another segment we were going to do, but we don't really have too much. We don't have too much time. But Josh, you said that your guilty hatreds was an absolute bruiser of one. So we're going to go into guilty hatreds quickly. This is Guilty Heritage where we talk about bands that we feel bad about not like We've all done it too much and all the shit music we actually do just like and don't feel bad about it. But Josh, you said you've got a doozy for us. What have you got? I've got one and I, I've, I'm i guilty of covering these songs oh. in, in past bands. I've played it live. Um, I respect the music, but it's just not much I can listen to. And that is The Talking Heads. Oh, no. The Talking wow. Heads. I would feel bad about that. David Byrne, it just grinds on me a little bit. Oh, you, David Byrne grinds on you? Yeah. On, on, a, on a good day. Yeah. What tracks of those have you covered? Um, Psycho Killer, I guess. Yeah, Psycho Killer, and I don't even remember. Right. Done Home before. This must be the play. So yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I can see why they would be someone's cup of tea, but bloody love their cup of tea. I didn't yeah, talk class. Just can't. Imagine. There's circles that would absolutely crucify you in for saying you oh, don't like talking heads. I'm married to one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, there you go. That's astonishing. I don't even want to entertain the idea that someone doesn't like talking heads, so we're going to cut that segment short there. Uh, and also because we have to leave. I feel bad when I tell someone I think they're only alright. Go- that was Greedly Hatred. We're going to leave. We're gonna- our final segment for the day is going to be Acoustic Corner. Oh. With a voice so soft, it'll put you to sleep. And a face that makes you I'm going to pull one of the tracks from I've been recording some of these shows. So nice. yeah. I think maybe, will we take Take Me Away from Dublin? Yeah. yeah. When it was fresh and new the first time. But we hadn't bef- really worked it out yet. We didn't know the chords yet. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why it'll be the one. But when you hear this, just know for a fact that Lara and Becky spent the whole song jaws on the fucking And we floor. needed them to do that. Girl, you just dropped something. My, My jaw. jaw. We, did that, we, we did that to Lara and Becky.
brilliant. That was Acoustic Corner taking me up from the Freaky Friday soundtrack. It's been really fun playing that. I've really enjoyed the association with that song now because I know it's the end of the gig. We're done now. Job, job's done. Job's good and great. Deadly. Wow. Wow. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> We have been hot. We have been sexual. We have been loves it. Uh, we have been. It's been me. It's been me. It's been me. It's been me. And um, we are Lord Friday the Thirteenth finishing off. The, how many shows have we got left, Sloan? Mm. Uh, Thirteen. Whoa. Lord Friday the Thirteenth shows left. We are. Where are we in tonight? Actually, uh, uh, San Sebastian. We're in San Sebastian. So Back we are, in Spain. We are without Sebastian tonight. Uh, we're going to play a show tonight. Sebastian. Apologies for the delay, but from what you've just heard, we had no time. Um, Girl. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 48 of Higher Fidelity. We love you. Bye. Adios. At the top of-